Hey there, loves. <laughs> this recording, I tried like more than three times, but I know I'm a little late with the Feminine Friday, and I know usually it's like 7 a.m., but today was quite a day. And I said, you know what? It's the last Feminine Friday. Let me leave it for you guys close to eight, because I have a date that I'm going on. All by myself. (laughs) And I am very excited about going to this date. It's going to be a dinner and a show. So, and I have this beautiful dress from Essence of Style. They're on Instagram. So check them out if you live in Barbados. And I am going to look amazing. Just know it tonight. (laughs) But I wanted to end off this Feminine Friday by looking at the role that masculinity has played in me finding my full feminine potential. Now, at first, when I was going on my feminine journey, I was thinking, okay, I'm here just to figure out how to be softer, how to present myself in a more feminine way, how to look feminine, sound feminine, feel feminine. It was like kind of an obsession. And once I started to relax, then everything just started to make sense. And that's the key to femininity, rest and relaxation. Once you get that and you're really fully in your feminine, then you don't have anything else to lose. And I also realized that True femininity needs to exist with strong masculinity, allowing a man or male who is secure in themselves and their purpose in life to have that kind of person. True femininity attracts top-tier men. I'm not meaning guys who make what six figures a year and who live in huge houses and drive big big cars no I'm talking about guys who are high standard men men who have high standards in everything that they do from what you may perceive to be the littlest actions to the largest thoughts and I realized that once I relaxed in my feminine and I discerned the people who were in my life that were not adding value to it, then I realized that I attracted a high tier, high value guy. So I'm not looking for money. I'm not looking for the material things. I'm not even looking for the physical, although you know. It would hurt to have something easy on your eyes. I'm looking for the person who makes me feel comfortable to be in my skin unapologetically. And I think I found him. And I am so, so, so happy. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to relate it to food because everybody knows how much I love food. 
my relationships with men are kind of like my relationships with food. So bear with me here with this analogy. So when I started off with food, I was afraid of eating in front of people. I was afraid of what kind of foods I liked and that it would be accepted by others. (laughs) And I used to be not having that healthy relationship with food. I'd eat it quickly or make sure no one sees me eating food. (laughs) And now with food, I savor it. I take my time. I enjoy different types of food. I try all the colors of the rainbow in terms of my fruits and my vegetables. I try different combinations. I look at different pairings and it has broadened my horizons. Still on the subject of food, but I'm saying it's kind of like men. Oh, another thing that's related to food is cooking. So at the beginning when I was cooking, I'd be like, no, don't let anybody know that I can cook. You know, I was very like, or I'll feel epically (laughs) because I wasn't comfortable in cooking. But now I am so, so, so comfortable. And when I'm comfortable in cooking and I'm happy, my food tastes extra, extra good (laughs) because they're happy. Obviously reflects your spirit, you know, so that kind of goes with my relationship with guys. Like I would be afraid to be seen with somebody or be associated with this person. I would think that people wouldn't think that I was good enough for them. I would care about what other people thought about who I was going out with. I would seek their opinion instead of trust my own discernment and stand by my discernment. Because I probably didn't have the amount of strength and courage that I do now, like I did then. And I like to tell that person then that it's okay to love who you love unapologetically. You know, don't ever settle for nothing but top tier. And I found top tier, top tier person in my life. I'm gonna give you an example. Uh, this top tier person stopped by and you know usually in order to stop by my house you have to have an appointment or you have to call me at least you know an hour in advance so that I can be prepared but you just don't land at my house and knock and call my name because I would literally stare at you from you know my camera and I'd be like is this person for real? <laughs> like, but did you call first? <laughs> but in this person's case, it wasn't the case. This person was like, hi, I'm outside. And I got all excited. I started to blush. Like, I reverted back to teenage love affair kind of situation. And it was like, okay. I opened the door for them. And I said, hi there. And they were like, I was in the area and I wanted to surprise you. And I said, okay, well, I'm surprised. And then I was like, but I'm cooking and I've got something on the stove. So you should have called so that, you know, I won't be in the middle of something when you come through. And they said, that's not a problem. I'll help you. Now, this is something that the feminine has taught me to do, which is to accept help. 
and not to block other people when they're giving you help. That's a very masculine trait. And I know a lot of women are guilty of this because times before they've accepted help and it didn't turn out the way that they wanted them to. And it's a whole lot of fear surrounding it. And so there's no judgment, but literally I've started to ask for help and accept help when it's given to me and it's very liberating. So the person saw what I was doing and they said to me, okay, if you need help, you know, I'm here. And I'm like, okay, well, see how you can help me. I'm just going to turn off this rice because the rice was to perfection. It was to its maximum fluffiness. (laughs) For those of us who do rice, that's very important. And I was doing big, big, big cook up. So, um, you know how people do meal prep. So that's what I was doing. I was just basically cooking a lot of food all at once. And then they saw that I, you know, was moving on from putting the rice in the containers to frying fish. And I had gotten some beautiful fillets of dolphin, or as people in my country call it, mahi-mahi, from the wholesaler. And I deboned it and seasoned it and everything so it was ready to go. And he was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna clean up for you while you do the cooking. And it was just like a complimentary thing. And it was beautiful because neither of us were in each other's way, but we were helping one another. You know, it was so amazing. And I know people say, wait a minute, but haven't you been married before? Haven't you experienced that? Uh, not exactly. <laughs> when I was married, the kitchen was a place of conflict and sadness. <laughs> I vowed that if I ever get into another relationship again, the kitchen is going to be a place of love and harmony. <laughs> so I'm keeping that promise. But anyways, I digress. So they were washing up and I was just making the fish as best as I could. And it came out magnifique. It came out perfectly. And I just sprinkled some lemon juice on top and cut some lemon wedges. And it was just chef's kiss. And there was another component I had, but I didn't have enough time. And they were like, okay, well, you know, I'll see you later. And gave me a hug. And I laughed. I did one of those. We like to call it belly laughs in the West Indies, in Barbados. We talking about laughing from your core. And it just came out of my body, through my throat. I threw my head back and I was laughing. And it wasn't a put on laugh. It was the most genuine and authentic laugh I have laughed in such a very long time. (laughs) And in that moment, I wasn't pressured to you know, do anything I didn't want to do. It was all relaxing. It was all natural. And I said, this is what I need in my life. This is what I want in my life. Authentic and natural. No forcing, just being and living in the present. So I'm going on my date by myself. (laughs) And my friend that I was speaking about has other engagements which are very important on his priorities 
but they took the time out to come to see me and explain. And there was another thing they said. They said to me that I want others to see how they should treat women when you're around me. (laughs) And it was like, wow. (laughs) This again, another blushing moment. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, I wouldn't mind that. I think that would be an honor to be a template. And I welcome that opportunity with open heart, open arms, open mind. And yeah, I think this is a really befitting way to end our Feminine Fridays. I hope you enjoy every episode for this season. I'm going to take a little break, you know, rest and recover. And then podcast is going to come up with something new. And we have it in the works, but it's not finished just yet. So we want you to stay tuned. And it's going to come up soon. Sooner than you think. (laughs) Take care, loves, and be safe.